Hey there, Strong Mom. Welcome to the Mom's New Strong Show, a show that inspires, educates, and motivates you to ditch the weight loss and fitness drama and create a fit and healthy lifestyle that you love, all centered around down-to-earth and practical solutions that will leave you feeling inspired and ready to take action. I'm your host, Jessica May, fitness and nutrition coach, hot mess mama too, a recovering perfectionist, and a lover of all things sprinkles and Mexican food. I'm also a woman on a mission to help you strengthen your body and mind so that you can be the best version of yourself. Ready to unleash your inner and outer strong mom? Let's get started. Hey, Shang Mom, welcome back to another episode. And today I'm going to be sharing with you three reasons why you should start focusing on performance goals over aesthetic goals and how doing so is actually going to help you get the results that you truly want. Because I know you're probably thinking, why do I want to f- for focus on performance goals when I have, when I want to lose so much weight, when I have, I want to look a certain way, I want to wear a certain size. And I, I understand exactly what you mean because to be honest we all have some type of aesthetic goal or some way that we want to look or we feel comfortable looking and so we so much put so much focus on that and how has that been working for you I just I, you know let's just be honest right and I'm you know, speaking through this because I've been there and I want to share a little bit of a story about how I used to focus just on aesthetics goals and how when I started focusing on performance goals is when I actually started seeing the results that I really, truly wanted. And so let's kind of back <laughs> backtrack back to, let's see, when I first started um, getting into fitness and that was probably, I was about 26, let's say when I started taking it seriously a little bit maybe before that that kind of dabbled in it but my but I was always so focused on aesthetics and as somebody that used to struggle with eating disorders and body image issues the scalp has was always a big deal for me how much you know how much I weighed and that was always my indication of progress for myself was what was that weight on that scale how did you know, being a certain size in my clothes, but mostly that weight on the scale. And also, how do I look? And, you know, when I f- had that as my focus, it, I never liked the way that I looked in the mirror. I didn't matter how skinny I was. At one point in time, I got to 90 pounds when I was dealing with my eating disorder in high school. And I still didn't like the way I look. I was still unhappy. And now I weigh 120, 125, somewhere around there is my where I stay and I like my body way more now than I did back then and I like to share that with a lot um, a lot I like to share that with you because the scale weight is not the best indication of progress I understand if you have a lot of weight to lose yes it can be one of the forms of progress but I don't think it should ever be anybody's sole progress um, indication of progress is that number on the scale and we can go most of us know like okay how do we look in the mirror how do our clothes feel that we should go maybe based on that and that maybe be a step up from focusing just on the scale but i want to challenge you to think about it even deeper than this and going back to sharing a little bit of my story when i used to just focus it like i said it was always about the scale at first never liked how i looked no matter how low i got on that scale Then I started lifting weights and kind of, you know, dabbling more into fitness and nutrition. 
um, from a healthy point of view. And then, but I always had that. I wanted to look a certain way. I wanted to have six pack abs. I wanted, you know, I always had that ideal of what I wanted to look like. And what happened was I noticed I never got there. And I think part of that reason was because that was my sheer focus and it made me blind to seeing the path and focusing on the things that actually mattered, the things that were actually going to get me that result. And as somebody that has trained other women has gone through this process, I have realized how much, you know, we all set goals, right? Of like, how much weight do we want to lose? Or I want to get fit. You know, anytime I talk to a woman, and this was me too, I had a a goal. Like, I want to be this amount of pounds. I want to look this certain amount, uh, this, this certain way. And that was always the main goal, right? But I want you to think about when you set goals like that, where is the day in the day out the grind of what it takes to get there there's no path for that right there's no path for that we're focused on the end result and it's like when you have a goal you have to reverse engineer backwards and not only that is having a goal like that to me has never really been motivating right? It it might be at first, like I might be like, oh man, that, that would be awesome to be that weight or whatever. And then I would be so, I wouldn't be motivated, but it would be short lived. And then I would, I would lose motivation, um, fast, especially when I wasn't seeing the consistent progress. And if you have ever gone through losing weight, we all know that it's not a linear uphill thing. Like you don't consistently see progress and results as like, you you can't say like, I'm going to lose. You can say like, set a, like a goal, like, oh, I'm going to lose two pounds every week, right? Which is great. But weight loss doesn't always work like that. You, especially as women, because we have our hormonal cycle and that can fluctuate our water weight throughout the month. And other things can fluctuate water weight. And just because we're freaking human and things aren't always going to be this consistent, perfect thing, if you're just solely focused on aesthetics and you're solely focused on how much your weight you're losing on the scale, it's you're going to get you're going to get discouraged because you're not going to see that progress. Um, And so when we're focusing on all those things, which is what we want, right, we want to have an asset, we want to change aesthetically. But it's actually not the best way to get those results that you want. And I want to take this even a further and even even deeper than that. So for me, when I started focusing on performance goals versus aesthetics, what it did for me is it gave me confidence. And we're going to talk about that. That's going to be the first thing. It gave me confidence. It actually helped me to create a healthier relationship with fitness and nutrition. It helped me to actually create a lifestyle. Um, It actually gave me a path of things that I could do day in, day out that I could take action on and that I could do no matter what, regardless of if the scale moved or not. And I saw aesthetic schools um, or met those aesthetic schools. Regardless of all that, I had goals that I could take action on no matter what. Like I had full control and it gave me confidence and it gave me more motivation and guess what? As a result of that, I reached my aesthetic goals. So I want you to think, and this is how I changed my thinking, is like the aesthetic goals, I always tell people, it's icing on the cake. Like it's it's the the after effect, the side effect, the um, that's the byproduct of 
focusing on performance goals, by focusing on yourself, on your health, all these things, that is a byproduct. That should not be, that is not the actual it thing. Like we make it that because we think it's that at first, but once you start going through the journey, you start realizing, wow, it's, it's more than that. And I can promise you, if you are somebody that is solely focused on just aesthetics, um, that it's not enough to keep you motivated to move forward. You might think it is, and we're going to talk about this right now first, is let's talk about goals and what it means and why you're doing this. Because we can have superficial goals, right? Like, I want to lose weight, I want to look a certain weight, that's fine. But deep down below that, there's an even deeper why of why you want to look that way. Because change, it's not easy to change, right? It's going to take a lot of effort. It's obvious if you are somebody that is not where you want to be, then you have habits that are working against you that are in the opposite direction of where you want to be. And that's hard to change, right? So it has to mean something to us for us to actually do it for us to actually follow through and make the change. We have to have a strong reason of why and I know you've heard this when we talk about goals, uh, or anybody talks about goals, oh, you got to know your why you got to know your why. But what the hell does that really mean? And, and a lot of us, you know, oh yeah, we, we think of, we know our why, but I'm going to share with you like something really easy where you can uncover this. It's like, what's your goal? Okay. Say, you know, I want to get fit. Okay. You want to get fit, but why? And you ask yourself why five times, or you keep asking yourself and breaking down that why until it reaches you to your core where you are emotionally stirred by why you want to do something. Right. So let me give you an example. Um, I'm not saying this is yours, but so you see this process or this is this isn't mine. But um, say, you know, the goal is I want to lose weight. I want to get fit. Okay, why do you want to get fit? Uh, I want to feel confident in a bikini. I think all of us (laughs) want to feel that way. Right. Um, Okay, so why do you want that? Uh, Well, because I would feel good and I would feel confident when I go swimming with my kids. Okay, well, why does that matter? Um, well, because, because I don't feel confident, confident when I go swimming with my, or go somewhere with my kids, I don't wear a bikini. I don't want to wear a bikini in front, in front of anybody. And so I don't get in the water and I don't play with my kids. And I'm so focused on how I look that I'm missing out on all that family. Like those, those memories and those experiences that I can have with my, my kid. And because I am so unconfident and insecure of not wearing a bathing suit, I won't get in the water and I won't play with them. And so I always feel bad because they're like, well, mommy, why don't you want to get in the water? Or mommy, why don't you want to play with me? Right. And so can you see how like that actually like, whoa, that means something. You can ask yourself why again. And that woman can be like, well, because I don't do that. I feel like a bad mom. I don't feel like I I feel like I'm missing out on my kids life, you know? Um, so that, that's like a really strong emotional reason why, but do you see how we went from, well, I just want to look good in a bikini to like this, this goes way deep, you know, to like, I don't feel like a good mom because of this, like it just leads into that. So you need to sit there and you need to figure out why you want this, because if you don't have a why that emotionally stirs you, guess what? You're not going to feel it. You're not going to be motivated. Like that's just a superficial goal. Sorry guys. <laughs> I like hop on here all of a sudden, like all chaos is going in my house now. So kids screaming, dogs barking, all the good stuff. Um, so let's, now that we kind of talked about that, why now can you see how this goes further, right? Then how do I want to look? 
right? Anything that you want, it's anything that any of us want. It's because of how we think it's going to make us feel in the end, right? We might think it's about this thing, but if you start uncovering, you start pulling back those layers, then you start realizing, oh, this is really about how I want to feel, you know, whether that be I want to feel confident because I want to show up better for myself. I want to love myself more. I and, and that in return makes me a better mom, you know, because I don't feel confident X, Y, Z, like all this stuff. Right. And a lot of the times it will come back to self-confidence. And so I want to first show you the first thing I want to show you about performance goals or aesthetic goals is performance goals actually create real confidence. OK, so. Most women, they think when I look a certain way, I'm going to feel confident to wear that bikini. I'm going to feel confident wear the shorts or the crop top or whatever. We think when we look a certain way is when we're going to feel confident. But I want you to think about this, and this will make you realize how it's really not about looking a certain way. I know you know or you've been around a woman <laughs> that she doesn't have the perfect body right, but she rocks it, and she's confident, and she'll wear the bikini. She'll wear the shorts. She'll wear whatever, right? And then you also know the girl who has a great body who won't wear any of that because she still feels insecure about how she looks. I used to be that girl, by the way, 90 pounds and still wouldn't feel comfortable in a bikini. I've been there, right? And so you think, man, when you start thinking about that, you start realizing it has nothing to do with how you look. It's all mindset thing, right? So how do we create real confidence? What is real confidence? Real confidence is meaning that you, show, that you are showing up for yourself and that you have confidence in yourself. Now, I want you to think about this too. So think about a friend. If a friend was always flaking out on you, right? Like saying they're gonna do this thing and then they don't do that thing or any person in your life, right? Then we don't have confidence in that person, right? We don't have confidence like when we tell them something, we don't have confidence they're gonna do it. Same thing happens with ourselves. So what happens with women, and I see this a lot, is we we build, we, we put ourselves down, like our confidence gets lower and lower and lower, because we show up for ourselves less and less and less. We take care of ourselves less and less and less. And over time, our confidence in ourselves goes down because we had stopped showing up for ourselves because we're not, we're not there for ourselves. It's just like, think about it, like I said, just like a friend. If you don't show up for that friend, then they're not gonna have confidence in you. So what do you think happens when you don't show up for yourself, right? So that is how performance goals can actually create real confidence is because they help you to show up for yourself because it's based on what you do and not how you look, okay? So just so we're all on the same page to a performance goal, let's, let's kind of give a couple examples. Performance goals would be more like um, reaching a certain strength, like, okay, I want to be able to squat 125 pounds or whatever, you know, a strength goal. Um, I want to be able to do a pull-up. That's a performance goal. I want to be able to run a mile without stopping or want to be able to run a mile within this time frame. Um, this is also why performance goals are so awesome is because they're so measurable. Like it's an actual measurable thing and it can be based on your effort, right? We can all put in that effort. So what happens is because performance goals are based on effort it's based on showing up for yourself. It's based on being, is, is getting, getting in there, getting dirty, getting it done. And so when we focus on performance goals, those are things that we actually have full control over, right? And so those are the little things that we, when we show up for ourselves daily, that's where the confidence comes in, right? So the confidence comes in from showing up for yourself, saying you're going to do something and doing it for yourself. When we're based on, when we're focusing on aesthetic goals, you can't do that. 
right? Because guess what? I'm going to set a aesthetic goal that I want to lose two pounds this week, right? Or I want abs or whatever. And I set that for myself. I could show up for myself and do all these things, but at the end, I might not reach that goal, right? Maybe I'm about to start my period and I <laughs> gained like three pounds of water weight. Now, now it looks like I didn't do anything. And so do you see how that's defeating in itself? And you don't really have always control over aesthetic goals as you do a performance goal. So really, the, the real confidence comes whenever we do that performance goal. All right, I'm back, guys. Hopefully... I don't get interrupts anymore. I know my kids are, I don't know what it is. It's like when they know I'm in here recording a podcast. I know it's like whenever you get on the phone, like they could be doing their own thing, completely quiet. Once you get on the phone, it's like they can't get along and all hell breaks loose. And so I just put Scooby-Doo on. Hopefully <laughs> we'll get a little bit if he's quiet for the next, you know, 15 plus minutes. So that was the first um, the first thing of why performance goals over aesthetic goals is performance goals create real confidence. And so the second thing I wanted to share with you guys is performance goals help you to create a healthier relationship with fitness and nutrition. Um, for me, this is one of the biggest parts of uh, that made the biggest difference for me when I shifted my mindset to focus on performance goals. Because when we are so weight driven, when we're so much about aesthetic Sometimes we will do things that aren't in our best interest. Like they're not based out of self-love. They're not based out of our health. And I believe that everything should be focused around our health first and everything else should be second. And especially also like our self-love, right? For ourselves, like are you doing something in a way that is loving for yourself? And what I noticed is when I was so aesthetically cold driven and I've seen women do this too, I mean, it wouldn't be anything for me to starve myself. I li like literally, right? Because I had an eating disorder. So that was me not caring about my health I just cared about how I looked. And what this does too is if you think about it, is if your care, if you are so focused on how you look, even over your health, what does that say about yourself deep down? It says like you don't respect yourself. It tells it's really that you're not confident in yourself. You don't love yourself. You have a self-image issue. If you're willing to do something to lose weight or to look a certain way that overrides your health, that is, that's not a place I want myself or any woman to be, or that's not even something, especially I don't even want for my daughter. Um, so when you change to working or focusing on a performance goal, it helps you to have a better relationship with yourself, with your health, with your fitness and nutrition, because now it goes from, if you have a performance goal, for example, of saying, I want to gain muscle, even muscle, I would think like, well, that's not a performance goal. That's a, I was like, that's, that's another aesthetic goal. But even I even think gaining muscle is a better goal over gaining fat, even if you have fat to lose, because if you do focus on gaining muscle, the fat loss will come. So that's not a good example. Um, an example would be, I want to, um, Let's go back to the squatting. I want to squat, I don't know, let's 125 pounds. I said that earlier, right? Right. Say if you're starting off squatting and that's a goal of yours. So 125 pounds. So now you're focused on what is it going to take? How do I need to take care of myself in order to reach that goal? So now we're thinking of, okay, I need sleep, right? I need energy to do this. I need to be 
fueling my body in a way that is going to get me to that performance goal. Do you see how that like shifts your perspective? And so if you are focused, but let me show you this. If you are working towards that goal of 125 pound squat, then you're going to gain muscle and you're going to lose fat, right? You're exercising, you're eating in a way that is taking out the junk because the junk's not going to help you, right? Um, and not to fuel your, your muscles. So you're going to be eating higher protein, better quality carbs. In return, that's going to help you to lose fat. In return, that's going to help you to gain muscle. But do you see how the path is different? The mindset is different. But of course, the end result's going to be similar, right? You're going to get to those aesthetic goals, but that is a way more healthier for you to have that real, to see it in that sense. And so that's why this is, like I said, the biggest shift that it helped me is it helped me to create a healthier relationship with myself and fitness and nutrition. And, and you know, what that did in return also is it helped me to create healthier habits. So when I was focused on doing those things that helped me to reach that performance goals, all those little things were healthy habits. Those are the little things day in and day out that you have to do in order to, to, to get to that goal, right? In a healthier way versus I just want to lose five pounds this week and you're going to do whatever it takes to do that, you know? So it, do you see how that's going to be? It's setting you up to reach that goal in an unhealthy way when you go about it in aesthetics versus performance. So that would be number two. The second way is performance goals help you to create a healthier relationship with fitness and nutrition. And it's also more... Um, it's more of a self-love way of getting about to your aesthetic school. Um, the last one is performance goals help you to focus on what is really going to get you the results you want, okay? Because performance goals are an easier way to get to that in aesthetic school. So let me explain what I mean by this. What do you really want, we talked about the why, right? You want to be, re you want to have confidence. I told you how you want, you're going to have confidence. You want lasting results, right? You're tired of the, um, the whole process of cycling, like the cycle of being on track, being off track, you know, seeing progress and then going backwards, right? It's very frustrating and we lose we lose confidence in ourselves, right? Because we keep letting ourselves down and we want to break that cycle. How do we break that cycle? Is we start focusing on creating healthier habits. We start because we are our habits. You don't want to always be re relying on um, willpower and motivation because they are not a sure way to get to where you want to go. In the beginning of when you're trying to reach a goal, yes, we're going to need some willpower. We're going to need motivation. But eventually you want to get where those things are automatic that you're doing to get you to where you want to be, right? And not only that is if you want lasting results, you got to keep doing it. You got to keep doing what got you there. And that's where a lot of people get caught up is we don't have a weight loss problem. We have a keeping the weight off problem. So a lot of people don't have a problem. This is, you know, doing a challenge, losing weight really quickly. What, what they struggle with is keeping it off, keeping those results over time. And that's where if we're focused on creating a healthier, um, healthy habits, then those things are easy, right? Like for me, it's harder not to work out than it is to work out because I have such a habit and instilled habit of working out. And so you want to get to that point. So then it's just easy to do all the things you know you need to do to sustain the results that you want. So when we're focused on 
performance goals, they can actually help us to create these healthier, uh, this healthier, all these healthier habits because it's a better roadmap. Okay. It, It actually helps us to reverse engineer our goals into actionable daily goals. Right. Um, and all this comes full circle. It really does. Everything that I'm talking about relates to helping you move forward in the other, like the confidence things to the relationship, to the healthy habits, to, um, getting the results you really want. Like it all comes full circle. So, when we break down that performance goal, so for example, I want to I want to squat 125 pounds. Well, you know you need you're gonna you're gonna need to to squat right. You're gonna need to put in the reps. You're gonna need to put um you know those are the actionable daily things that you're gonna have to be working on every week. Is is progressing towards that. And not only that is we gotta keep our, we gotta have those healthy relationship right where we are focusing on taking care of ourselves in a way that's gonna get us there. So you know what what is something that I'm struggling with that's keeping me from that goal? Okay, well I ha- I struggle with sleep. Right. Say, and, and this is, I'm just using these as an example. So it's like how you would work through this process is, oh, I'm, I'm struggling with sleep. Okay. Well, I know like if I don't get enough sleep, well, I'm not going to have the energy to, to perform well at the gym. Okay. So that's something that I can work on. That's an actual goal that I can work on. Well, I know I'm not recovering well because I'm not eating enough food. I'm not eating enough protein. Like, so you see these, like, these are things that you take action on. Oh, I'm not drinking enough water. Like, it's these little things that are what's going to build you up to create a healthy habit to get you actually to that goal, to get you even to the weight loss goal, to the aesthetics goal. Um, and but we don't, we fail to focus on that. We f- we focus so much when we're focusing on aesthetics that our daily um, habits of focusing on that goal is weighing ourselves every morning what the hell is I going to do for you, right? Like that's not getting you closer to your goal. That's not an actual healthy, productive habit action step that I can take that's going to get me to a goal is weighing myself every morning. If anything, it's it's like that's just setting you up to how you're going to feel for the rest of your day, right? So why not switch that with an action goal of I'm going to work out for 30 minutes and then you see the difference of how that's going to make you feel every day working out 30 minutes versus stepping on the scale and dictating your whole day based on that scale. Why not dictate how I showed up for myself in that workout and how that reflects in the rest of my day? Do you see how like that's way more empowering? Um, So that's why you know, those that performance goals are actually going to help you to get what you really want. You know, you want to be confident, you want lasting results. Well, there you go. It's going to help you to reverse engineer and do the little small daily actional things that are going to get you to where you want to be. And this is actually leading into what the following week's episode is going to be is I'm going to walk you through the process of how we're going to, how to set a goal. I kind of use some examples, right? But how to set a goal and then how do we break this down into small actionable steps? How do I set a goal? Like I'm going to show you how do we set an aesthetics goal to a performance goal? And then how do we break that performance goal down into actionable snap steps that are going to get us to where we want to go? Because this is what I have seen. This is what I do for myself when I get off track, when I'm on track, whatever the case may be, wherever I'm at is I always go back to small action steps, to small action goals that I can take to get me to where I want to go, right? And I've been doing this for years and years and years. It still works. Why does it work? Because that's how, we, that's how you create a healthy, habit, uh, healthy habits and a healthy lifestyle. You focus on small actionable steps that you can take every week and you just pick a few. It sets you up for success. It sets you up for small wins at the end of the week. It creates motivation. It keeps you going, 
And not only that is on top of that, you're building a foundation for long lasting results because now you're actually changing your behaviors. You're, sh- you're changing how you, you show up in the day, right? And 40, 50% of what we do every day is automatic. I actually think there's more of it that's based on our habits than we think. And the habits where you are now today is a reflection of what your habits are. Always is. It's a reflection of what your habits are. And and so if you want to actually create real change in your life, you got to change your habits. And so that's what we're going to talk about next week. And we're going to talk about how do we do that and how what are some things that I would, if me and you are working together, um, what I see mostly when I work with women, like what are those goals to get to where, like there is kind of a little bit of a process I have of like what are those small actionable steps, like which ones do you take, which one do, would you work on first and the next and the next and the next. And so you create this like, you, this like strong foundation, right, that you can always go back on. And I, like I said, I do this for, this is what the process I did for myself first and then I shared this process with other people and this been working out eight plus whatever years and I still resort to this and it still works. So I'm really excited to kind of share that uh, with you guys. If you've been through the podcast since the beginning, I have talked a little bit about this stuff before, but really tune in next week. If this is like, yes, I'm somebody that struggles with aesthetics over, uh, sh- over performance. I, if you're somebody that is, sh- is struggling to, to build motivate, like you're, you're struggling with motivation because this is going to help you to create motivation. Um, if you're struggling to like, what do I focus on? And you're tr- somebody that tries to focus on everything at once. Like you're like, oh, if I'm going to, okay, now I'm going to get in shape, right? And then you do everything 110% and you burn yourself out or you get overwhelmed. This is something for you. If you're a, somebody that's a perfectionist, um, all or nothing mindset, you're definitely going to listen. Like this is going to help to make things, um, to help you to break that cycle of, of starting and stopping where it's such a big deal. Like, I, I mean, it's normal to have setbacks. Setbacks are going to happen. They're inevitable. inevitable. But um, if you're somebody that is like so defeating when you have a setback, then definitely this is for you. (laughs) So I will leave you guys with that for now. Go out there and be the strong mom that you know you are. And I will see you in next week's episode where we talk about breaking down that goal into the small actionable goals and actually get you to start taking action that results in the result that you really want. I'll see you then. Bye. Hey there, mama. Are you trying to figure out how to lose the last of the belly fat, but also have strong curves in all the right places with a booty that would make JLo proud? You've lost the majority of the baby weight, but now you want to take your fitness to the next level by gaining lean muscle and transforming your body. So you've Googled things like how to gain lean muscle, how to get tone, and you've tried free fitness challenges from Instagram fitness chicks, but you're still stuck and nothing seems to be working. I hear you loud and clear. I've totally been there. And you could totally trial and error it like I did for a few years, but I don't want you to get so frustrated that you give up in the process altogether. 
So I've created this simple and right to the point guide that explains the top five fitness mistakes you are making that are keeping you stuck. These are the top five things that I continue to see sabotaging women's results. And these are the five top things that I struggled with and I had to learn to overcome when I had to take, when I wanted to take my fitness to the next level. So you're going to want to go ahead and grab this free guide. You can go to www.mamasnewstrong.com forward slash five mistakes. That's www.mamasnewstrong.com forward slash five mistakes because I don't want you to make these same mistakes in 2020.